0: Hello, my roaches. Welcome to my first podcast and podcast episode. My name is and I'm going to be your host. That was really weird to say. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, so the podcast is called The Witch and the Bitch and basically the way that it's set up is that every week or so I'm going to have a guest and obviously I'm the witch and you guys are the bitches. Um, And we're going to be talking about different things. It can range from, like, I don't know, food to murder. It really depends on who I'm talking with. So today, I wanted to set this up as a kind of intro podcast episode thing to introduce you. Because I'm obviously the host, and I'm going to be here every episode. Unless, like, I die or something. Um, That wouldn't be too bad. Anyways. So, I am going to be talking about me. I'm going to go ahead and answer some questions that I um got from my Instagram, my personal Instagram. The first question I'm going to be answering is what was my favorite subject in school? Well, wow, you guys are really boring. Um I loved history because I just thought it was interesting on how much we fucked up in the past and how much we're still fucking up now. Like, we have not learned from our mistakes at all. Another question is, what's one wish you would make right now that would benefit you in the long run? Ooh, this is a deep one. Who is this from? It's from Jay Station. Um, One thing, one wish that you would make right now that would benefit you in the long run. Honestly, I would wish for better mental health. That's so depressing. People would probably wish for money. But honestly, like with my mental health, I think that even if I wished for like a million dollars, I would still be like really depressed. Um, I say um a lot and I'm so sorry. It's just a thing. I have to stop doing that. Yeah, so better mental health is definitely something I'd wish for. If I had an extra wish, I would choose the million dollars, but the first thing would be totally to get better mental health. Here is another one. If you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? I've always been... Like, I've always had a list of what I would spend, like, if I won the lottery or something. The first thing I would do... $10 million, that's enough for, like, a house and all that. Um, the first thing I would do is buy my mom a house with, like, a ranch and stuff. Basically, like, a farm... And like cattle and all that. All those animals and stuff. And then hire helping hands, obviously. And set her up. Because she likes to sell eggs and stuff. Chicken. Eggs. Let me be very clear. The next thing I would do is probably pay off my car and give my car to my sister. Because I wouldn't buy her a new car. Because she doesn't even know how to drive. So I don't want her to like mess up that car. Then I would buy myself a new car. I would buy myself a house, I would put away some money in a trust fund for my brother when he goes to college, if he chooses to go to college, probably like 100000 and I would obviously give about 100000 to my other brother, and then maybe 200000 to my sister, and the rest I would invest in like, building, not a homeless shelter, actually yeah, like a homeless rehab center thing, and then on top of that, I would want to open up, like, a parking space for people who live in their cars. I think that's, like, really important, because there's, like, a huge homeless population right now, especially people who live in their cars, and, like, half the time, they don't have a safe place to sleep. Just for some background reference, I currently live in my car, so that's where that comes from. I've always wanted to help, like, homeless people and stuff, But I think, like, actually living in my car, I realized that there's not much, there's not many programs that allow safe parking for people who live in their cars. And it wouldn't be one of those parkings that have, like, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Like, you can't be there. Because that would suck. I would probably do, like, 9 a.m. to, like, 5 p.m., you know? Like, just 9 to 5. And during those hours, you can't be in the parking lot. On top of that, we'd have like an outreach program, which would help you connect with jobs and stuff. And then I would open up this like P.O. box system on the ground to get your mail, along with like showers and stuff like that. Um, that would probably cost me a mill maybe, maybe a little more, but I wouldn't mind, honestly. Let's see the next question. If you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? I actually used to write books. Or little short stories when I was younger. It used to be mainly like a true crime, supernatural books, really short stories. This was like before computers, so everything would be actually handwritten. Um. So it would be like maybe ten pages front and back per short story. And I used to keep it in this Manila folder. I'm getting completely off topic. Um, if i had to, yeah, true crime murder, supernatural. It would probably be like that, like a made-up story. I always have little stories going on in my head. Let's see the next question. Who has been your most important professional mentor? I have to say, professional mentor, I had two professors in college. One of them was a language bull. Technically, they're both language professors, but one with English, one was sign language, American Sign Language. They really helped me a lot, like completely. They helped me grow as a person. They helped me academically. They were just always there. Shout out to those professors. I'm not going to name them yet. Maybe in the future. Let's see another question. What three books would you recommend to your audience and why? Three books I would recommend is the Bible, because you guys need Jesus. I'm just kidding. I don't even recommend the Bible to myself. Um, That's really hard. I would definitely recommend the BFG, The Big Friendly Giant by Roald Dahl. I like love. I used to love his books when I was little. I think everyone should read that book. I think they made it into a movie a few years back. Another book that I would recommend, I did read all three Hunger Games books before, like, the movies came out, and I read all of them in two days. This obviously, like, I slept and stuff. I was, God, I want to say I was about 11, maybe, and I read all three books. I recommend those. They give a lot more insight than the movies. Um, and I guess, I guess the first one, Actually, those fill all my slots. I give up on the books. There's just too many good books out there. Let's see. My next question is going to be... Okay, next one. Um, What are you not very good at? Let's see. Life. Next. Um, let's see. Who would you like to play... Who would you like to play you? <laughs> my dyslexia is kicking in. Who, who would you like to play you in a movie? Oh, so I'm assuming like if I had a movie based on my life, who would I want to play me? I don't think any character would like play me good enough. Or any character, any actor. Um, currently, at the time of this recording, Wednesday came out a few, like about a week ago. With Jenna Ortega, I feel like she'd be able to pull off my My morbidity really well, since she did it with um, Wednesday. I feel like she would probably be the best actor. If not, I have a feeling who would be a really close second. Ooh, the girl who plays Eloise from Bridgerton. I don't know her name. I'm so sorry. I do not know her name. Um, but I have a feeling they both, like, really would, you know, be a good fit for me. What's one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you? That I speak Spanish. I'm one of those white Hispanics. Um, oh my god, there's a possum on the security camera. Okay, next. Um... I look, I'm very pale, very pasty, very white, very un, unseasoned, um, but I'm Hispanic. Um, my mom was born in Jalisco or San Martin, Mexico. Um, my dad was also born in San Martin. And they're both, I'm, I'm first gen, basically. My first language was Spanish up until I was about nine, and then I was placed in English classes, and I learned English from there. I've always picked up languages really easily, though. But recently, like, I've been stumbling on my words in Spanish and in English. Let's see. The next question. I love this. I always love asking this question to people. If you were going to live on a desert island, desert, desert, desert island, desert, whatever, but you can only take one thing with you, what would it be? My vibe. I'm just kidding. Um. It would probably be, like, matches. No, matches can mold easily with climate. I'm not sure. I think I'd take a person, honestly, not to, like, eat them or anything. But, like, you know, so I wouldn't, I mean, I'm already crazy, but I don't want to go crazier. Let's see the next question. What keeps you up at night? My mental health and life and climate change and literally everything that's going on in the world right now. What's my biggest fear? Everyone always laughs when I tell them this. And I hate... Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm afraid of men in buddy costumes. Hear me out. When I was younger, I had a fever dream. If you've ever had a fever dream, they're very vivid. Really scary, especially when you're a child. It can really traumatize you. And in my fever dream, I was in my apartment. So it was very, very vivid. I was in my apartment. I was about 13 at the time. And in my dream I was in my apartment at night. And the apartment was very dark, but the windows weren't really covered so the light would come in from outside, like the street lights. And basically I was walking past the kitchen. And in the kitchen, there was a door with windows, obviously. And outside the window, I saw a man in a bunny costume. Obviously, it was like a giant like bunny, and I could tell there was a man in it. Basically, I don't know what happened, but I ended up outside. And he started chasing me with a knife, and it was super traumatizing. And now every time it's Easter, and my local mall has that, like, take a picture with the Easter bunny type thing, I just know. Nope, I walk away. If I see it, I start to have a panic attack. It's just, it's one of those like irrational fears, fear type things. Then it really it's not irrational because like, you have like John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown, things like that. It's not really like the bunny. I've always said this. I'm more scared of people than I am of demons and ghosts. If I see a ghost, cool. It's a ghost. I can tell it's a ghost but sometimes like you see a ghost, but you're not sure if it's a person and that's what freaks me out. Is that, like, is it a person or not? I've always been scared, like, I don't know. Another fear that I have, um, which is like really close to the bunny one is tapeworms. I have had so many nightmares where I've had tapeworms and just worms in general being pulled out of places. Like I had one where I, I was getting like worms pulled out of my eye and it was super traumatizing Super vivid, and I hate it. Next question. Who's your favorite podcaster right now? So, I never really listened to podcast. I mean, I used to listen to podcasts when I was a bit younger, but I never really... I, I stopped for, like, years. And I had a friend who... I told them, like, I love true crime and stuff, and, like, Supernatural. And... He they introduced me to a podcast oh god what was the name and that's why we drink it's on spotify i love them i forgot their names i know one's name's m i I totally forgot the other name um i love their podcast so basically it's two people and they talk about either like supernatural or true crime it varies And sometimes they have, like, listener stories. So, like, the listeners will submit a story and then they'll just, like, read it out loud and, like, talk about it. I love their podcast. That's, like, the only podcast that I actively follow. Of course, I started that podcast, like, seven years ago, I think. Honestly, I don't remember. Um, Probably, like, 2016. So, I'm, like, behind a lot of episodes. Every episode is, like, an hour. Which I find insane. But, I mean, I can always talk forever, so that's the same. I really like how it's made how they set it up and i just i just love that whole podcast so that's like my favorite i think it's gonna be my all-time favorite podcast unless i find a better one um yeah let's see if you could have dinner i've always loved this question If you could have dinner with any three dead (laughs) if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive who would it be and why okay if you asked five years ago me that was super christian i would have said jesus honestly straight up um i think oh god i really need to like think about this one um okay it took me like forever to finally decide okay you know what i would love to talk to rosa parks like i would just like love to talk to her I would also really want to talk to Halsey because I feel like they're really a down-to-earth person and they're like literally my idol. And the last one, I was like super torn about this because I wasn't sure. Like, I I, I really love artists and I love that they they have a lot to say, and I think I have to choose Vic Fuentes from Pierce the Veil, only because like he wrote a lot of their lyrics and like he's just a mastermind when it comes to, like, music, honestly. There's, like, so many artists I would love to, like, have us, like, sat at a table and, like, have, like, a lengthy discussion. But those are, like, my my three people that I had to choose. Um, Obviously, I had to choose Rosa Parks. It was between her and Martin Luther King Jr., but I feel like if I talked to him because of how everything was back then, he, I wouldn't say that he would be against women and stuff like that but even though he was like completely pro like civil rights movements and all that i feel like he still wouldn't understand as much because he was a man i mean even though he was colored he, he he still had those privileges of being a man you know like if he if he did like if he was white he would have a bunch more privileges right but that he was a man gave him a little boost, right? But Rosa Parks was a woman. And back then, they hardly had anything, right? And she was a colored woman. So I feel like she would have more insight on, like... I feel like she'd just be, like, way more cool to speak to. Uh, yeah, speak to, you honestly. Next question. How big is your inner circle? My inner circle is the size of your dad's... T- um. I have like three friends IRL. This doesn't include my cousin that I'm close with, and it doesn't include my sister. And I have about, I think, 17. Let me check real quick, actually. I'm not sure. 17, 15. I have about 16 online friends that I met about a month ago. I love them so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Kisses for all of you. Except Raph. Um... So that's how big my inner circle is. I mean, again, like, we're not IRL friends, but I have a feeling if we were, we would be hilarious. I mean, we are, like, real-life friends, but not, like, in person. Alrighty, so we are going to go to the last question of the night. Let's see. I want to pick a good one. Ooh, it sounds kind of interesting. What do you hope the world would look like in 10 years? If we're being realistic, I don't want to get canceled. Um, If we're being realistic, I have a feeling the earth, the world is not going to look so good in about 10 years. But if I'm being hopeful, then I hope that there's no more war. I hope that Things are a lot better. I hope that situations have gotten um, better from then. Like, no war. We help homeless population. There's no more kids starving in third world countries. There's no more kids starving in America. That we have open borders and an acceptance policy for everyone, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, um, beliefs. I know it's almost impossible to think of or to imagine because of how we've lived so far and I know that I, I, I hit, like I said earlier history was like my favorite subject history has a tendency to repeat itself and unfortunately it's repeated, it's repeated itself in such bad ways that it's almost like there's no hope that anything would get better but I guess all we can do is hope at this point. Um, Hope and try to make a change. That's why voting is important, guys. Um, Me, who didn't vote last month. I apologize. Alrighty, so I think that's going to conclude my first podcast. I keep stumbling over my words. Mind you, I did not cut or edit any of this podcast. I'm going to try to do that. Just straight record and not stop. So this concludes my first intro episode podcast thing. It's not going to be marked as episode one. It's going to be actually marked as intro. Um, Just because it's like an introduction to everything. It's like a kind of get to know me thing. You guys will learn a lot more about me as the time goes on. I plan on doing this podcast for quite a bit of time. Um, Thank you for listening to my first podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, go ahead and add me on Spotify if you're listening through Spotify. And I will see you guys next week with a special guest. Alrighty, see you guys.